You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. Do you have a spouse, partner, family member, or friend who you want to join you in travel hacking, but you're having trouble getting them on board? Listen in as we share some tips to help you convince them. Plus, you'll hear from some special guests, our player twos. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess, and we are Travel Hacking Moms. So today's episode is all about getting your player two on board. And I know sometimes that can be easier said than done. Not all player twos willingly want to start travel hacking. And so we're going to kind of go into A, the benefits of having a player two, and then B, what to do if your player two is a little bit hesitant. And then we are going to have some special guests join us towards the end of the episode. So you don't want to miss that. So Pam, why don't you kick it off and tell us, number one, what a player two is, who can be a player two, and why it is so beneficial to have a player two. So I'd say usually a player two is a spouse, but it doesn't have to be a spouse. It just is anybody that you can refer your card to to get referral points. You can add the points that they get to your account, or you can group them together so that you can travel together and you can share the points that it costs to stay at a hotel. I know that I have used several different players twos, threes, fours in my lifetime. So my husband is my usual player too. But then I have a friend who is currently not married and she becomes um, at least once a year, a player three for me. When we first started travel hacking, I was using all my points for our trips and I thought something should be different about this picture. And I decided <laughs> that I would introduce her to the points and miles world. And so I now refer cards to her and I get a referral. She then will meet her minimum spend. Like right now she's working on the Chasing Business Preferred. She's working on that because she and I are going to a girl's trip to Greece next spring. And so she's working on that card so she can pay for half of the hotels at least once a year. She becomes my player three. I also travel a lot with my sister and my sister becomes another player for me. She becomes my player four. She and I usually travel probably at least twice a year. We have a big trip coming up. And so I have referred her to most of the cards I want her to get. And then what works out so nice is that actually I booked, the, this is a really strange way to do it, but so <laughs> I booked all the flights with my points and miles and she earned flights. She earned Chase Ultimate Rewards, which is my favorite currency to use anyway. And so instead of paying me back for the miles, she gave me the equivalent in Hyatt points. And so she became 
my player. And then she also is earning some other card points so that she can help pay for some of the hotels because we're going to four different countries. So that works out really well when you've got someone else that you can refer cards to so you can get referral points. But also if you're traveling with them, they can help share some of the cost of the hotels through using their points. And I assume Alex is also a player for for you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Alex is. All my daughters are. When we go on girls trips, we, you know, we'll refer to each other. So somebody's getting the referral bonus and everybody is chipping in their points to stay at different hotels and it works out really well. Well, and also we've done, we've only done one. No, we've done two THM retreats so far. So Jess is even one of Pam's players sometimes too. So I think like the biggest take home for this part that we want to just drive home is that if you don't have a significant other in your life, like that is okay. You can find other player twos, whether that's a friend, a parent, a sibling, um, there's still options for you. You don't need to feel like, oh, this isn't going to work for me because I'm not married. Like it's totally can still work amazingly well. And I think one of the best players that people sometimes have and they don't even think about are parents, maybe parents that just don't want to travel. They're not interested in it, but they are willing to open up a credit card that you refer them to and then let you use their points. I definitely can't do that. You can't. <laughs> my parent won't share her points. I will not <laughs> share my points. I will. Sp- I, I sometimes will spring for a stay and pay for it. We'll with sometimes my take turns. Like if I have the HG yeah. points, I'll pay for that stay, and she'll pay for a different stay, and kind of works out. I've actually done this with my mom, and it doesn't really work anymore because now she's kind of like oh, this actually looks really fun now. Cause I mean, I've been doing this since 2015, but you know, I didn't have like the social media account. I didn't have a podcast. And so now that she's seeing all of these trips and listening to our podcast, she's kind of like, oh wait, I kind of actually want to travel with you. So it's not working out the best anymore. Cause now she actually does want to use her points. But initially she was like, I don't want to travel. I don't want to deal with it. And I said, Hey, let me refer you for the Chase Sapphire Preferred. I will pay your $95 annual fee and I'll get the referral points. And then, you know, you can transfer your Chase points to Hyatt and then you can transfer them from Hyatt to me. And I totally came out ahead on that deal. So I, I completely agree with what Pam said. Even if you have parents or siblings who have no interest in traveling, maybe you could somehow work out a deal with them and get a little bit creative. Yeah, I love that idea. I wish I had someone who didn't want to travel. Unfortunately, all my family members see my traveling and they're like, oh, wait, what card should I get? And and I do get some referral points that way. So that helps. So broadcast, let people know what you're doing. Who knows what player two, three, fours will come out of the woodwork for you. Okay, let's move on for a minute now. And Jess, why don't you start telling us a little bit like how to get a reluctant player two on board? As we'll kind of discuss later, you have some experience with that. Yes, I have firsthand experience with getting a reluctant player two on board. So I'm just going to share some tips with you. The number one tip I have is to do your homework and make sure that you understand the basics before you 
bring this topic up with your spouse or partner because if you just go to them and say, hey, there are these three moms I found on Instagram and they open 30 credit cards (laughs) and they have all these points to travel free and your spouse says, okay, that's weird. Um, That sounds like a recipe for disaster. How does it tell me how it works? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I just saw a reel that they did. You know, that your player two is not going to really want to dive into that. So number one is do your homework, do your research, make sure that you understand the basics. Our free masterclass is a great place to start. We will link that in the show notes. We have several people who have watched our free masterclass with their player two so that they're on the same page. So that's a great place to start. If you want to really fast track your learning, our course, Award Travel Academy is another great place to start. We have several couples who go through our course together, are both in our course Facebook group to ask questions and get feedback. So those are really great places to start. Another thing that I found helpful when I was trying to get my husband on board is showing him sort of the lost opportunity costs of not charging our expenses to credit cards. Like, so we would use a debit card or we would use, you know, what, what Pam calls the slow burn. Like we had a United credit card that we put every single purchase on and yeah, we racked up United miles, but not at the same pace as earning new welcome offers. And so we budget. And I was like, hey, here's how much we spend. We could easily open a new card, spend the exact same amount we're spending, pay it off just like we're doing with our United card, but get these new welcome offers and really level up how many points we're earning, the amount of free vacations we're able to take. And so I feel like that really opened his eyes like, oh, so instead of getting 4,000 United miles, we could open a new card and get 70,000 points or 80,000 points or 100,000 points. And so it's kind of like the proof is in the pudding. You got to like show it to them and be like, here's what we're doing now. Here's what we could be doing if we just changed up our strategy a little bit. So that is another tip that I have. The third one is take them on a free trip. Like I was all talk and my husband's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to get a free trip. I know you keep saying we're going to get a free trip. And then I took him, I flew him to New York on miles and we stayed at the Park Hyatt New York, which is like $1,500 a night if we were paying cash. And we rolled up in the Park Hyatt New York and he, his jaw dropped and he was like, okay, I'm interested now. I can see how this would be beneficial. And like, I'm on board. So Taking them on a trip will do wonders for their reluctancy to just melt away and them to get on board with this hobby. Mom, didn't you have this same experience with dad, like taking him on your first business class flight with him? Was that your Emirates business class flight that you guys did? Right. We were going Emirates to Dubai. And so we start out in the Emirates lounge, which is crazy. And he's getting filet mignon and all this, you know, delicious food. We get on the flight. It's big. There's all these great meals, lots of great shows to watch. It was like, I think it was like a 16 or 19 hour flight. It was one, it's one of the longest direct flights in the world. And he just had a smile as big as can be on that flight. And now every time we're going to go somewhere, the first thing he says to me is, we're going on business class, right? So, yeah. Well, and he also 
like doesn't love that type of travel where you're in the airplane all day. Like I remember him being like, this is such a long flight, like not looking forward to it at all. So to then walk on like, oh, this is how we're doing this. I, I know you'd probably have told him you're flying business class, but he maybe just didn't quite understand what level Emirates business class was going to be. Exactly. I don't think people understand because I did the same thing with my brother. And I was like, you need to book this flight. You have enough miles to get business class. And he was like, okay, what is that? Like, what is business class? What's so special about it? And I was like, your seat turns into a bed. And he was like, wait, what? Like (laughs) my seat becomes a bed? And I was like, yes, that is why you got to do it. So yeah, you got to just educate these people and show them the light. So my final tip is to make it easy for them. And I think all three of us are the ones in our marriages who manage everything. The Travel Freely app that we have talked about lots of times in the past makes this super easy because you can manage you and your player two's accounts in one app under one login. And you can also have a business section for you and a business section for your player two. So you can see all your cards, all your business cards, all your player two's cards, and all their business cards all in your app. So you can manage when the minimum spend is hit, when you get your welcome offer, when your annual fee is due. You can just manage all that and make it super easy on them so that there is no reason for them to say, this is too much trouble. It's not worth it. You know, you just don't want to give them any reason to doubt you or doubt the process. And so just make it as easy as you can on them. You know, as much as my husband enjoys the perks of travel hacking, he still does not want to talk to someone on the phone. The minute we have to call someone about anything, you know, having to do with the credit card, he wants me to do the talking. So we call them up. He says, I would like my wife to speak on my behalf. He answers a couple security things, hands it to me. And it then becomes my thing to deal with. And that's just something that I know will, that's just how it is. And so being willing to be that person who is the talker, who is the organizer, who is the earner will go a long way in your partner wanting to do this. I have had the same experience where I am, and I don't even like talking on the phone. I don't like talking. But if it means talking on his behalf and getting approved for a card, then I'm willing to do it. I have gone so far as to like write a script out for him. I'm like, here's what you say. Here's what they're probably going to say. So then when they say that, you say that, you know, I mean, I have written down on a sheet of paper and I've taken pictures of him like on the phone reading the script to them. And I'm just like, whatever it takes, I'm willing to do it. So you just got to get creative and, you know, be willing to take the reins on this. And it's not just women who are trying to convince their husbands. I hear from a lot of men who say, yeah, my wife is not into this. What can I do? You know, how can I get her to be, you know, a willing partner and join me and be as excited as I am? And really, the main thing I say is take her on that trip. I don't think anybody that has gone on a trip that has been travel hacked and looks at what they paid versus what they could have paid could ever say, yeah, this is a waste of our time. I don't want to do this in again. Another thing that I was thinking, if you don't want your spouse to regret you getting into travel hacking, like maybe you convince them to kind of go along with you for a bit 
if you get into credit card debt, that's a really easy way to get them to be like, okay, we are done. We are not doing this anymore. So a huge point of advice to get them on board and to keep them on board is to stay out of credit card debt and make sure you're paying off those cards on time and in full each month. Yeah. Just treat it like a debit card. If you're doing the cash thing, just pretend like you're spending cash and pay it off. And if you need to pay your bill more frequently than once a month, you can absolutely do that if that makes it easier to stay on track. So I have a funny story. I think it's funny. Yeah, no, kind of. Anyway, I have these two people that I know that I've known this this guy since he was born, you know, real good family friends. And I talked to them for a couple of years about credit card points and miles and travel hacking. He said, no, we can't do this. My wife spends money and will be in debt. Can't do it at all. This will never work. Well, fast forward. They are traveling all over the world. She actually has a small business that she teaches people on travel hacking. The light has opened and everything has changed. So it is possible, you know, even if you've got that very reluctant person, you can convert them. That's actually sort of similar to my story. So travel hacking made me more financially responsible. I was a little bit hesitant myself to get into it because I was worried I'm going to overspend and I'm not going to be able to pay off my credit card balances if I have all these different cards. So I actually decided I want to do this so badly that I'm willing to like be super good with my finances. And I personally use YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget. I have been using it since 2014. And I'm not stopping anytime soon, but it is a great tool for helping me keep all my cards organized, keep all my spending on all my cards organized. And so I am way more financially responsible now than I was before I started travel hacking. That's how badly I wanted to do it. So I totally think that that is possible for a lot of people too. Like this could be what they need to get their finances in order and organized. Okay, so we're going to bring on our special guests now. We're going to first start with my dad. This is Lee. Um, so, Dad, I'm going to ask you a couple questions about how mom kind of got you to be into travel hacking. So, first of all, when mom brought up the idea of travel hacking, what did you think? Well, I was a little bit nervous because I knew it involved credit cards, and I was just a little nervous because I'm thinking, how many credit cards and are we going to pay these things off every month? Are we going to have an interest bill? And, you know, just the typical questions that a guy would have when his wife starts with credit cards, especially when she said, hey, use this card now and spend this much and then I'll give you another card. (laughs) (laughs) Did she have to convince you or was she just like, we're doing this and you had to go along with it? Or how did she convince you so you weren't as worried, I guess? Uh, There was no choice. (laughs) (laughs) And she is, she's, I knew she was really smart. And I did ask her, I said, so we're paying these credit cards off every month, right? Oh, she said, absolutely. And, And then I saw a stack of like 30 credit cards on her dresser one time. And that made me nervous. And then she said, no, 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 don't, don't be nervous. I pay them all off. And, and I just use the ones. I just get them to get points and just use the one that I told you to use. And so it was, it was great. It was no problem. So if your thoughts change, sounds like they've changed over the years. Do you feel better now? Like 
maybe how long do you think it took till you started to feel like, okay, like this is going to be okay. And she's not going to get us into credit card debt. Probably the first time I flew on business class. <laughs> it, it worked out pretty well. We were just talking about that. So your response is timely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was good because, you know, I'm, I'm used to traveling like economy plus or economy on long trips because of the price. And we get in business class and I look over at her and she just kind of is like, yeah, this is the way we do it now. <laughs> and, and it was great. I mean, it was, it was great to be pampered on the plane. And then when we, I, th I don't know if she told me went to Dubai and we go into the hotel and the guy goes, oh, Mr. Orge, we've been waiting for you. And I looked at my wife kind of like with a question. She goes, just go with it. I've taken care of everything. <laughs> so you're like, all right, I can get used to this now. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was no problem getting used to it. So no, it's been really great since then. So what has been your favorite travel hacked vacation to date? Uh, probably Japan. Australia and New Zealand. That was that was a great trip. The only thing is she likes a hotel hop. And so <laughs> we were, you know, I just get settled in. I go, man, this is a nice place. I can stay here a week. Oh, she said, you got two nights. <laughs> then we're going over to this place. And then I go to that place. I go, oh, this is great. How long are you going to be here? Oh, I'll be here two nights. And then we're going another place. So, <laughs> Well, that sounds like her. Yeah, so she's a hotel hopper. It took me a little getting used to on that trip, but it it worked out fine. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, great job. We're gonna bring on our next guest here. We'll see you later. Bye, Dad. Okay. Bye, bye. I wanted him to say something about that. I was gonna travel regardless, but doesn't have to pay for it through retirement money now. Yeah, that's that's a definite plus. And, you know, all of those were on the fly. So we yeah. know <laughs> what's going on pretty darn good to know. Exactly. Okay. I love that even he knows you're a hotel hopper because the, everyone listening right now knows you as Pam, the hotel hopper. So I can relate with him, though, because that's why I don't like hotel hopping. All right. Now we are joined by Alex's player two, also known as her husband, Mitch. So, Mitch, what did you think when Alex first came to you and told you about the idea of travel hacking? I remember exactly where we were. We were sitting on the couch and we were talking about one of our friends and they had a blog and she was researching and just telling me how they were able to go on such fun vacations just by leveraging credit card points. And I think my initial reaction was it sounded too good to be true. But uh, by having somebody that I knew that was doing it, it made it seem a little bit more doable. And how did she convince you? Like, did it take a lot to convince you? Or were you just like, okay, sounds great. I'm in. I think more the latter. Alex has always been extremely financially responsible. And so I knew that she was going to research everything that she needed to know. We had credit cards before and we never had problems paying off those credit cards. And so I wasn't worried about it. And it all sounded kind of exciting. Uh, we had three young kids when, when we first started doing that. And the idea of traveling with them sounded very expensive and pretty overwhelming. So it sounds like you're like the dream player too. Like Alex just told you, hey, I want to do this. And you were like, 
that sounds great. Let's go. Yes. That's how it was. <laughs> okay. So speaking of your three young kids and now four young kids, how has travel hacking changed travel for your family? I think it's changed everything. We, we didn't used to fly uh, for our vacations. We used to have to save up a lot of money to be able to, to go on vacations, even when we would drive. And now we're using points and it just feels so much better to be able to go on a vacation and not have to worry about how much it costs. Totally. So if you never started travel hacking, do you think you would go on vacation at all? And like, if you did, what do you think a typical vacation would look like? I think that if, if we didn't use points, I think our typical vacation would be to go visit family or to go visit friends. And we'd probably be driving and we probably be staying at somebody's house when we got there. Probably. But what I would be doing is I'd be like researching like cheap deals, like, oh, let's try this. And then I'd research it to death and then we'd be like, oh, that's still really expensive. Because that's what I'd used to do. I'd like research, I'd like deals on cruises. And then I'd be like, this is still a lot of money. And like, we were always really big into like building up our savings. And so it'd be hard to be like, okay, let's spend all this money and put it on travel when we could like put it in an index fund. <laughs> we're like nerdy and really like our index funds. <laughs> As you should be. So that's all good. Okay. Mitch, last question. What has been your favorite travel hacked vacation to date? Oh, my favorite has been uh, last year, Alex took me to the Maldives and we got to fly business class. We got to fly Qatar and Emirates business class. And that was part, just a great part of the trip in itself. But then when we got to the Maldives, I had just had never been or seen anything like it. The setting was perfect. We got to stay in one of those overwater bungalows. And it was almost like we had our own private island with great accommodations in the perfect setting. Uh, the snorkeling was amazing. I just had never been so relaxed, just being able to be on my own deserted island. <laughs> it was it was pretty awesome. And I was thinking too, like, he's not somebody that like when we're at home, like he's not somebody that likes to just sit. Like he likes to be moving and doing things and he's active and likes to be productive. And so I was kind of like, how's this Maldives trip going to be? Because it's a pretty relaxing place. And like, literally you, you, he was fine just like sitting and reading or listening to a podcast and like seriously the most, I would agree, most relaxing vacation ever been on hands down. And I assume if you hadn't been travel hacking, you wouldn't have even been able to afford one of those flights, let alone the entire vacation. Yeah, we wouldn't have thought about that vacation. We, yeah, we wouldn't have even entertained the idea of that trip. It'd be like, oh, yeah, we could do that someday when we're retired. That would have been like, that was always my dream trip when, I'm, when we're retired. That's awesome. All right, Mitch, thank you. Thank you. So our third and final guest is Jess's player two. So Ted is here and Ted, we are dying to know what was your first thoughts when Jess brought up the idea of travel hacking? I think my first thoughts were probably, I wonder how bad a minimum security federal prison is. It's probably better than a medium security. Hopefully we'll get the minimum. 
I was skeptical to say the least. I thought, uh, okay, what are we doing here? What kind of fast ones are we pulling? And so I was skeptical, but as time went on, I learned there's nothing to be afraid of, that everything's on the up and up, and there's nothing to worry about in terms of prison time. She mentioned sometime to us that there was a time when you were somewhere and you heard sirens and you thought, okay, they're hoarding yeah. us. Is that true? Exactly. Yeah. Every time I heard a police car, I thought, that's it. <laughs> It's done. I mean, it is kind of crazy because most, it does sound like it's too good to be true. It really does. And the shoe has to drop at some point. Right. And I'm still waiting for that shoe to drop. But in the meantime, we're all out having great trips. Exactly. So what did she do to finally convince you? What did she do to convince you that this could really be true? It wasn't any one thing in particular other than she just did the, you know, she did the travel hacking and we traveled and it's like, Oh, I could get used to this. And every anytime I had a question, oh, well, that can't possibly be legal. How could we do that? She explained it to me very patiently. And that, you know, I, and it's like, well, no, wait, I don't have anything to say about that. That sounds just fine. So uh, once I learned more about it and what is actually being done, and that the whole point of, for example, credit card companies giving points in the first place is because they want your business and they want you to use their credit cards. And I, I learned from that, that this is all just fine. You are great. I like the way you converted him. He's awesome. I'm just kind of laughing because we've got like two lawyers over here who's one's like, we can do it. It's fine. We're not going to get in trouble. Like yeah, we're not yeah, going yeah. to jail. And the other lawyer's like, um, no, we're going to jail. <laughs> it's just funny. You've been throwing your professions. I think you just put your finger on that there, those two types of lawyers exist. So I get it. The cautious ones and the ones who are like, well, let's figure out, we could do this. So it kind of sounds like Jess was a little bit like my mom maybe and was like, you can be cautious and worried about it, but I'm just going to do this anyways. Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then I learned to just, uh, you tell me where I'm supposed to be, uh, at what time, and what continent we're going to, and I'll be happy. No, and then I was like, that's fine. If you don't want to open cards, I'm going to save my points for, you know, trips for me and my friends <laughs> or me and my mom. And when we travel, we'll stay at the Holiday Inn. And he's like, no, that ain't happening once he experienced the good life. Not you know? that there's anything wrong with the Holiday Inn, but uh, I take can... it. So it sounds, Ted, like your thoughts about travel hacking have changed through the years. Is that is that correct? I believe that they have. They've evolved from point A to point B to point C, basically. And if you look back on all the travel hacking that you've done, what would you say is the trip that you've enjoyed the most that you've been able to travel hack to? Oh, man, that. OK, so I'm going to I'm going to answer with two things, a very recent one and then a, and then a one from a little bit longer ago. Uh, the longer ago one was when. We all, you know, my three kids from my previous marriage, plus Molly, our kid, all went, all six of us went to the UK. And I couldn't wrap my mind around that at first, that all six of us could ever go on a trip like that. You know, 10 years ago or whatever it was, we were going on trips, you know, driving to Austin from Houston or something. And that was the big trip. So when we all went to the UK the first time, 
and we went to Scotland and it, it was just amazing. And then the most recent, so that I think that was that was the favorite in terms of the, the destination and just in terms of the the wow, we have arrived in the travel world uh, that we can do this. And then I know what he's going to say. <laughs> I do too. The Emirates first class flight uh, from Houston, from Milan to Houston. Did, no, did Milan you, to JFK. To JFK, yeah, yeah. That was, I've never been on a flight like that. I've, it's the, the first class on there was just absolutely amazing. And I still tell people about it. And I still say, we didn't pay for it. It's great. <laughs> she took a shower in the air on the flight and we didn't pay for it. Do you understand? That's me talking to people about it. I got to say, you, Ted. You a shower? No, that's what I was just oh, going to say. Ted, Ted is a really great supportive husband to let Jess have his five minutes in the shower. I mean, that's a bucket list experience right there. <laughs> what a guy. Right. Jess, you had 10 minutes? No, I had. Okay, so you know how they give you like four she had. She had it. She yeah. had my five. So, they so just you, say yes to her. No, they give you five minutes in the shower, but they give you 45 minutes in the in the right. shower stall. So they gave right. me an hour and a half. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> I was like, because he wasn't really, he didn't really, he was like, I don't know, that's kind of weird. And I was like, can I have your time? And then I can make a ton of content. And I was very happy sitting in my luxurious seat, eating my luxurious food, having the flight attendants refill it every time I finish something and all that. So, yeah. And he got his popcorn while he was watching his movie. Yeah. And he was completely fine. Yep. So did you guess right? Did you did you both guess right? Or? I totally guessed it. Do you know what? I thought you were going to say the Park Hyatt Paris. as like your oh, favorite. Hotel. That is my favorite hotel. Yeah, that was my okay. favorite hotel. Because I was yeah. like, I felt like. I was a little disappointed because I was thinking, I know what Ted's going to say. I know, I know, but I didn't. I, you got me. You know, uh, at some point when you travel as much as we can now, you don't even remember all the possibilities. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Ted, for being such a great player, too, for Jess and for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. All right. We hope today's episode has given you some ideas to get that reluctant player two on board and that you enjoyed hearing from our three special guests. If you want to learn even more, make sure to register for our free masterclass, How to Start Traveling for Nearly Free, by visiting the link in the show notes. Extra points if you get your player two to watch it with you. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you. <laughs>